Landed on Planet X again. It's 3CR, 8:55 a.m. Community Radio, and it's uh, Simon Strong here. Uh, another hour's worth of interesting stuff from who knows where. Oh, I know where. It's coming from out of the uh, oeuvre of my pal Michael Helms again with the uh, Monster Fest Part Two special. <laughs> going on from a fortnight ago. We're winding down now with Monster Fest. There's been some. Uh, fantastic uh, interesting films playing and uh yeah uh well you know who michael helms is you know so i'm gonna throw to him now yeah Cheers. thank you mr simon thanks very much and what we were just listening to then was the wondrous uh album dracula's music cabinet and uh, it was the track crime and horror and the artist was the fabulous Vampires of Dartmoor. Yeah. Ring, ring any bells for you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, vampires of Dartmoor, yeah. yeah. 1989, September. I was uh, um, <laughs> what a day. Um, third happiest day of my life. But we don't need to go into any of that. <laughs> but uh, 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 it's an actually from a German exploito record. They don't call them exploitation records, they call them exploito records. <laughs> Is that the, the, the German? For, for exploitation. No, no, it's just what uh, they uh, always referred to in English. It just seems to be this is when we're going to lean on a few exploito records tonight. And uh, but if you think that that was just some sort of laid-back cocktail lounge music. You'd be wrong if you heard the sound effects in there, the ghastly sound effects. Yeah, that was a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> I, th I thought it was until the, the, like, the creepy noises came in. And... Well, there's going to be plenty more of that, but I'm still, I'm still going to ease you into things. Uh, starting with the next track, number two, and um, the, the wondrous Horror Charlie and his yeah. Horror Horror Dance Part 2. Okay, well, well, well yeah, prepare yourselves, listeners. Uh, it's certainly something. Um. Thank you. 
Charlie, I believe, wasn't it? Now, the first track was Horror Charlie and the Horror Horror Dance Part 2. I don't know what happened to Part 1. That was from the fantastic Mind Expanders uh, compilations. The, 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 the um, kind of adequate Mind Expanders, which is <laughs> another group altogether. <laughs> yeah, no. Horror Charlie actually was a uh, um, guy from Munich. He was a bit of a scenester, a bit of a... He owned a, uh, a venue... In Munich, uh, around 1969, and you know what else? You you know you own the world. You've got a venue. You've got people. You know you're filling it up night after night. So what do you do next? You put out your own single, don't you? Yeah. Isn't that what you would do? Yeah, yeah. You're dressed in a gorilla suit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. What? Yeah, no. No need to like bring my autobiography into this. <laughs> um, well, what kind of scene was it? He was in. You said he was a scene stubber, but uh, I couldn't identify from that record exactly what scene <laughs> possibly have been. Well, uh, the disco scene. Really? It didn't. I mean, I don't want when to they were called disco but it didn't sound like disco music. That was dance music. Come on. Dance music, maybe, but it's a broad church. I saw your hips grinding away there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those uh, noises on the record, incidentally, that, that was me. I accidentally left the mic on again. Um, <laughs> the actual tune is um, just purely instrumental. And after yeah. that, oh, well, well, purely mental, I don't know. Yeah, I know, no, uh, no instru. Yeah. And um, after that, there was another record, as I recall. Yeah, horror movies by a guy called Tommy Bruce. Tommy Bruce. That's not the same Tommy Bruce that used to um, have the racing pigeons up in Doncaster. <laughs> no, that was Lenny Bruce. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lenny was the guy with the, uh, um, yeah, I used to drink with, he was a bin man. Um, <laughs> the bin man. Yeah, yeah. But how did you know Lenny? Then he was a good guy. You'd always get him in, you know? Oh, I believe Fantastic you. darts player as well. But, um, Anyway, listeners, uh, you're listening to Planet X. It's uh, 3CR, 8.55 a.m. Um, he says, frantically scrabbling for his professional hat. Um, <laughs> and um, shall we have another tune there, man? Or sure. do you want to talk some more about our previous one? I don't no, know. No, I don't no, we've, no we've, we've had enough of uh, Tommy Bruce. He's very self-explanatory there. But um, I did mention at the top of the show here, uh, the fantabulous Dracula's music cabinet and uh, Exploito Discs in general. Exploito Discs were where they got together a bunch of studio musicians and uh, got onto the trend of the day and uh, did something with it. And uh, that's what's weird about Vampires of Dartmoor. 
Um, <laughs> Look, what's more weird in, in a way, man, is, is how this fashion for sort of grafting popular culture tropes onto uh, exploitation records kind of died out after the um, acid house boom in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Because you never really got any, like, horror. Oh, you didn't get horror house, uh, I guess. And uh, But, like, there's sort of techno music and the dance music scene never really embraced the sort of, like, creepy sample thing. Because, mm. really, if you're tripping on an E, you don't want to be listening to people, <laughs> like, scream and being chased through the woods, do you? I know. That's what makes the next disc, and it's uh, the uh, lesser-known uh, sister of the Vampires of Dartmoor, and... Uh, the Dracula's Music Cabinet, and this one is a science fiction dance party. Oh. Oh, it's by, uh, what, what, what are they called here, the uh, Science Fiction Corporation, and the album's actually called Dance With Action. Now, get this. Oh, that's a bit of a big ask, isn't it? <laughs> Very big ask. Uh, but there is plenty of action and there's plenty of dancing if you want to take it on board. And this little track's called The End of Robot. Oh. And it, and I don't know, I, I don't want to invoke the name Jess Franco, but I will, because it's oh. sort of like some weird uh, robot sexploitation film packed well, into a dance track. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, if you haven't seen Attack of the Robots, uh, Jess Franco's 1957 epic uh, starring like, lots of like creepy mime dudes um, mm. and guys dressed up in cardboard boxes painted yeah. silver. Cheap robots. Um, it's like Alphaville. Uh, it's a thinking man's Alphaville, if you like. Uh, and um, I, it's on YouTube. Uh, watch it. There's no English subtitles, so it's all in Spanish. But that doesn't really matter as much as you might expect it to. Um, yeah. And um, oh, why has it done that? Well, check out this murderous little disc. Oh, the, yeah, for sure. The End of Robot. Oh. Excuse me. What sort um, of twisted narrative was that? What was going on there? Um, Please interpret. There's well, something about, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it seemed sort of like confrontational and sort of unpleasant, <laughs> um, whatever it was. Um, that, that was that was fantastic. My, my mind's blown. It's like um, that, that was one of the creepiest records I've ever heard, but not in terms of the atmospherics. 
Um, yeah, how odd, but but a perfect accompaniment to the Jess Franco uh, movie. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, similar kind of vibe going on. It was like a sonic portrait. Um, it's a good job it wasn't a sonic portrait of one of Jess Franco's lighter movies. Um, <laughs> or I'd be, yeah. But yeah. Oh, no, I, I should I should put you more in the picture. The uh, the album cover features a person of indeterminate sex in a silver wig and a bikini. Dancing, because oh. this is dance with action. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, look, that's one of the greater uh, exploito discs. But uh, now we're going to go even further away. We're going to Australia, mid nineteen seventies, and uh, this is the place of uh, crazed lyrics that don't really mean what Did they want squat? them to mean. And we're going to hit it off first of all with a band called Rabbit. And a song called Too Much Rock and Roll. Oh, you can never have too much rock and roll, dude.
Yeah, well, that was a bit less um, kind of confronting than some of the other tunes we've had uh, so far this uh, this evening. Oh, really? You think so? Okay. Well, confronting in a kind of metallic sort of like uh, you know non-organic uh, kind of sense, uh, I, I guess. I don't think this, um, was, this was very organic at all. <laughs> this was the opposite. This is vinyl. <laughs> I mean, literal, vi- literally recorded on vinyl. Uh, yeah, what we just heard then was Supernaut, and uh, they were a bunch of kids from Perth uh, who came straight out of school, straight into the studio, recorded uh, one album uh, to start off with, and uh, came out with that great hit, I Like It Both Ways. Too Hot uh, to Touch, I think, was the follow-up single, which didn't do as well, but still, they were just there on the edge of glam, The uh, that's the outer edge of glam, and... Uh, did pretty well, and actually the lead singer, Gary Twin, is still kicking today. He toured last Christmas, toured Australia in a super group of sorts with uh, lead guitarist from uh, the Sex Pistols and uh, maybe even Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. There was some pretty... Uh, yeah. uh, Steve uh, Jones. and uh, Yeah, yeah. For, for, him to turn, for, for him to turn up uh, in this band, I don't know what he's been doing all these years, but uh, he's still been doing it, rocking on, and... Uh, Prior to that, another great 
guy who's been into rock and on, uh, lead singer Dave Evans. Dave Evans, of course, was the original lead singer of ACDC. Of course. Uh, who got the flick. Uh, he had his um, vocals erased from the so- the track Can I Sit Next to You, Girl. Bon Scott replaced him and replaced him in- on the vocals. And uh, Dave immediately got out and got into this band, met- hooked up with this band from, I believe they were from Newcastle, and became their lead singer. Uh, the band was Rabbit. They put out two albums. Uh, the first album I wouldn't bother with that had Running Bear on it. Oh, running Bear by Rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a, a recipe for a sort of pop smash number one like, with a bullet. <laughs> it, did, it, it absolutely didn't work. But their mm. uh, second album, which with the ridiculous... You, you said it introducing this, too much rock and roll, you can't have too much rock and roll. But why have a song that says too much rock and roll when you play rock and roll? Can you embrace that contradiction? Too, too much rock and roll is that? Uh, it wasn't, but it wasn't too much rock and roll. It was, it was, it was kind of a generous helping of rock and roll. It was um, good, stompy glam. I wasn't full after it. I didn't feel like I didn't want to listen to the second half of the show. Um, <laughs> no, no, the idea wasn't to turn you off. It was to get you rocking, you know. Actually, and yeah, I did, but they I should have been see. more kind of well, not specific, but more. Um, kind of accurate in the sort of like because uh, it wasn't really um, I, I felt that they you know they're promising too much rock and roll and uh, they only do you know what I mean man it wasn't <laughs> like no I don't I don't but hey you can, you can picture these guys you know all glammed up you know in all sorts of coloured vinyl no, I was actually tight. picturing them like dressed as sharpies actually do um, no but, but I can see sharpies I mean, maybe, maybe I'm a bigot Sharpie's dancing away to it. No worries. It was a real, you know, boom, 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 beat. But you're saying platform shoes and sort of like uh, coloured, sort of brightly coloured neon leather kind of yeah. effects. Yeah. And like big hair. Yeah, that's right. You know, uh, on the chest especially. Big chest hair. Yeah, very I long hair. I can't it, man. <laughs> well, it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't here when, when that happened. Um, no, I was no, in England watching the, the suite. And yeah, so you were I getting your no own idea what you were talking about. So we had, to, we had to make some parochial glam, didn't we? We had to make our own. And, I, and Rabbit were actually oh, absolutely and, the top and, of their yeah. game. They were the top of the For game. Sure. They, it was good. It, it definitely is the uh, uh, stuff going on in the US and the UK. We, we always would... Uh, uh, you know, in, in the UK in the 80s, we, we we get past sort of like classic, you know, Australian albums and we go like, you know, man, this is like punching so above its weight. You know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's a tiny little country, like miles from anywhere. We'd like, and um, we were gobsmacked because it just sounded like normal music to us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it was better than normal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was abnormal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unusual. And uh, yeah. Speaking anyway. of which, we're going to hit you with some more glamour. Double yeah, yeah. dose of a band called Taste. Uh, um, gee, they had uh, four virtuoso musicians in the band. Uh, virtually, how many amateurs did they have? How many? How many like? No amateurs. Maybe oh. their manager was because you know the, the the band just didn't kick on after a while. They put out two albums. Uh, both were radio friendly. And uh, we're going to do two tracks here. Uh, the first track we're going to go into was actually influential later on a very big English band and uh, who used to use it as a warm-up track. And uh, if you listen to the lyrics, very non-PC. Um, you know, I'd, yeah, <laughs> you just, just listen to it. And this is uh, Boys Will Be Boys by Taste. Okay, yeah. Ted's in trouble with the law again Aggie wears boots right up to here Michael's seen at the discotheque The latest dance becomes his career
will be boys. Young girls are not toys. Oh, they're blase.
Trick ending. Now hang on, there's another one, man. Nah, that's it. That's hang, it. Hang. False, false ending. <laughs> Class all the way. Oh man, oh man. Oh, fit of nostalgia. Fit of Torquay Surf Club, 1976. Taste the big band. Support band, Fat Daddy. And they committed the ultimate sin, Fat Daddy. They used to wear monster masks, but they'd cut the mouth part out so that they could sing. <laughs> but they disfigured their beautiful monster mask. What a sin. Oh, it sounds a bit kind of half-masked. Yeah. <laughs> Very half-masked. This next track isn't. It's from a movie. Uh, a fantastically futuristic weird movie made in about mm, 1980, but set in the futuristic year of 1994. It's from the uh-huh. film The Apple from the Wondrous uh-huh. Canon Organisation. Fantastic. And- Golden and Globus uh, yeah. production, I believe. that they, they, They're producers of Delta Force. And so somebody, um, um, and uh, Hail Murray by uh, Jean-Luc Godard. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Art very house, diverse. Uh, outhouse. Y- yeah, yeah. Shit house. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, this is, this is it. This is a, a song with a message that could only have been produced in the 80s. This was uh, uh, from the Apple, as I said, and it's BIM. Do the BIM. BIM, the BIM. What, what number is it, man? Just, just for the record. What's the number? The number. Of the track? Yeah, yeah. Nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. And, um, yeah, Colin and Globus. This was the only musical that they actually uh, did, uh, the Apple, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, The rest of them were right. mostly um, uh, action movies and, um, and, and weird-ass shit. But this was, um, this was the only musical they, they did. This will explain why. <laughs> Go. The BIM. Yeah. BIM, BIM.
<laughs> Flame Out. That was uh, a track from 101 Strings from the Exploito Disc Astro Sounds from Outer Space. Ah, of course it was. No, no, I know. That was bothering me because it sounded terribly familiar. Um, <laughs> well, actually, actually, this disc is supposed to have been released under several titles over yeah. uh, a, a yeah, dozen yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew it was uh, Astro Sounds from the year 3000. Ah! Um, uh, yeah. So, All right, moving right along. Three-piece bands augmented by uh, saxophones, two of them. Two, one epic song, No More White Horses by T2 and See My Way by Bloodwind Pig. Two British bands on the edge of prog mm. and uh, let's go. Yeah, I always wondered what Bloodwind Pig sounded like and oh, um, now rock. we'll find out uh, just after this next one. Okay. Okay, we sit back now because this goes for like 12 minutes. Okay. Uh, we're off.
Well, well, that, that wasn't what I expected a group called Bloodwind Pig <laughs> to sound like, um, um, but they did. Formed by uh, the uh, first lead guitarist from Jethro Tull after he got the flick. Yeah. And uh, pretty dynamic. There was an Australian band that did a cover version of that song that was just weak as, and uh, that's the one you should listen to, Bloodwind Pig. Yeah, yeah. And before that, uh, T2. T2. Uh, from the remnants of a psych band, uh, and uh, they're epic. No more white horses. And um, yeah, I wonder what that was about. <laughs> well, the white horses metaphor has been used many times. Yeah, yeah, you could stand for anything, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. And um, well, that's just about all we've got time for tonight, as a great philosopher once said. And um, actually, it would have, if I'd been saying this five minutes ago, it would have been more true because it's more than we've got time for tonight. No! Um, but, yeah, this has been Planet X again, hasn't it? It has. 55 a.m., 3CR, Community Radio, uh, streaming live, 3cr.org.au. Get on the podcast. You can listen to it uh, later if you get on the website. Uh, the tune will be available for a week. Um, and next week, uh, Dr. Gonzo will be back again because we're alternating flip-flopping like some kind of bizarre two-sided creature. The doctor. The yeah, good doctor. The good doctor, yeah, and he's like um, a 69th regeneration. Um, and if you want to see him beforehand, you might see him this weekend at Monster Fest. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, you got to listen to uh, Paul's show tomorrow as well, um, the Music Matters show, which I think is on at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Uh, now it's with some new music from Melbourne. Midday. And, um, is it on at midday, man? I think. Oh, okay. It could be. Check the times in your, in your guide. Um, but it's a top tune. I've been listening to it on a podcast, actually, so that's why I don't, I don't know what time it is. It's nothing to do with the other stuff. Um, and, um, yeah, the playlists are fantastic. Uh, um, yeah, check it. And um, thanks, Mike. Another top show. No worries. Um, no doubt you'll be back again, uh, hopefully before Christmas, with some more cool... I love your shows because I never heard none of this stuff before and I heard so much not dull crap. <laughs> and um, and this is just the antidote. Um, <laughs> you know, so... All right, uh, we're going to go out with a, a track, uh, another one, another track from the Vampires of Dartmoor album and their uh, Dracula's Music Cabinet, and this is <laughs> Die Folterkammer, Die Doctor Sex. Oh, jawohl. <laughs> Noch ein Vampire. Uh, Good night, listeners. Uh.